morning everyone and happy Mother's Day. I pray that you all enjoy the day as best as you can. This morning I want us to look at Jehoshaphat, King of Judea, and a battle that he faced. And we can find that in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verses 1 to 30. But first let's pray. Thank you Heavenly Father for today and I pray Lord that you bless all the mums today. Lord, I thank you for this message that I'm about to speak and I thank you, Lord, that you are 100% in it. And I thank you, Lord, that this message will encourage people, uplift people and just bless them. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So starting at verse 1 of Second Chronicles 20, we see that Jehoshaphat was informed about a vast army which was coming to make war with him. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat prayed, proclaimed a fast, then everyone from Judah and Jerusalem comes together in the temple. Jehoshaphat stood up before them all and said this. So verses 6 to 12. O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over the kingdoms of the nation. Power and might are in your hand and no one can withstand you. Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary in your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether sword of, of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and we will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. But now men from Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they're repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we don't have the power to face this vast army that's attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. I like what Jehoshaphat did when he found himself and his country in the grip of this mighty battle. He prayed, calls everyone to fast, and then everyone comes together in unity. And he cried out to God in desperation, finishing with this final plea. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we don't have the power to face this vast army that is attacking us. I don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. When we face trouble of any kind, I suggest we too need to admit our weaknesses and fix our eyes on God, asking for his help. Which leads to my first point, pray. And if need be, fast. The very first thing that Jehoshaphat did was to seek the Lord we need to cry out to God as soon as we feel trouble coming. Tell God what is going on 
and ask him for wisdom on how to handle what you are facing. In Isaiah 40, uh, verses 29 to 31, it says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those whose hope is in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. The next thing that happened was they gathered together. And we read that all of Judah and Jerusalem gathered in the temple. I know that we can't physically do that right now, but we can unite each together in our own homes thanks to the technology technology that we have. We can phone each other. We can do face-to-face contacts using our computers and phones. We're never very far away from anyone to ask for help in praying for whatever situation that we face. We can still encourage and pray for each other in this time. In Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12, it says, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other to succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? One person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So we need to trust God, for he is that third strand, and that is my third point. Jehoshaphat grew, sorry, Jehoshaphat knew his own ability and knew that he and his army didn't have the power to fight this battle. He fixed his eyes on God, who he had faith in and he trusted. We need to relax, fix our eyes on God, have faith, trust and believe he has it all under control. In Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In Hebrews 11.1 1, it says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we don't see. Isaiah 41.10-13 it says, So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. So our Heavenly Father is always ready to help 
with words of comfort and an outstretched arm. For he sent Jesus to be our comforter, our helper. We can rely on him. So let's carry on in 2 Chronicles because I know that you're waiting with bated breath to find out what is going to happen next. So we find them, they're still in the temple in verse 14. Then the Spirit of God came upon Jehaziel, stood in the assembly. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat, as all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jerul. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. The Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and, he will be, and we will be upheld. Have faith in his prophet, and you will succeed. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they set out ahead of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise the Lord, sorry, as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambush against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the men from Seir to destroy them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped destroy one another. So I'll just pause there. But don't you just love how Jehoshaphat's whole attitude has changed? He was no longer afraid as he put his trust in God. God had the victory. Jehoshaphat and his army went out to battle, but he sent the men ahead of them to sing and praise the Lord, which will be my next point, praise and worship. Jehoshaphat's men were singing songs of thanksgiving even before they had the victory. In times of trouble, we need to put on some worship music and just sing. Even if things are going well, it is funny just how much better you feel when you worship. 
praise and worship can totally change the atmosphere for God is so worthy of our praise. Praise should precede our blessings because our praise prepares the way for them all. Amen. Then, as you've done everything you can and there's nothing much else to do, all you need to do is stand. The prophet told Jehoshaphat to stand and we read that in verse 17. He said, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, Through his great power within us, God will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. So how good is that? We need to stand on God's word, stand on his promises of truth, and believe he will do what he said he would do in our lives. Then reading on from verse 24, it said that Jehoshaphat and his men stood at the lookout over the desert. Seeing that not one of the enemy had survived, they went down and collected all of their equipment and everything else of value. This took three days. Wow, could you just imagine that? How many men would have been down there if it took them three days to collect everything? No wonder Jehoshaphat was afraid initially. But that's not the end of the story. In verse 26, on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. That's how it got its name, Valley of Blessing. Then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem. For the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemy. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps, lutes and trumpets. The fear of God came on all of the other kingdoms and the countries where they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemy of Israel. In verse 30 it says, And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace, for God had given him rest on every side. So how good is that? Jehoshaphat started out in total desperate state, which then led to prayer, then praise, then victory, which led to continual praise and peace came on all the land. Jehoshaphat is known as the king who won a war without fighting. He knew where to turn when trouble came his way. The first thing he did was call out to God, and God defeated the enemy. 
I'm sure that you've all cried out to, to God in desperation and you feel like sometimes that everyone and everything is against you. Worldwide, right now, we are facing something so much bigger than us all. Fear is gripping people, not only for their own health and safety of their family and friends, but they're worried about their financial future, their job security. We are, we are all wondering what is going to happen and when this is going to end. We can take hold of so many things in that book of the Bible, but if you only remember one thing that I have said this morning, just remember this, the battle belongs to God. So this moment, I would like to just pray for any of you that don't know this God that I am talking about and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, but you feel like you have got that prompting in your heart and you feel like that you want to accept him as Lord and Saviour now. I just ask that you just bow your heads, close your eyes and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus and ask that you make me a new person. I no longer want to be bound by sin, doubt and fear. I thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross in my place and rose again so that I can have an abundantly blessed life. As I now confess you as my Lord and Saviour, I believe that I am now a child of God and you are the Lord of my life forever. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer and you believe it from your heart, then you are a new creation. You have been born again. Jesus is your Lord and Saviour. And know that all of heaven is cheering you on. And if we were able to gather together in a church, I'm sure everybody else in the um, congregation would be cheering you on too. Now, I know that this message would have spoken to many of you. So now I just want to finish with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are our God and you want nothing but the best for us all. I thank you that in your word it says that you will never leave us or forsake us. You are our helper, our stronghold in times of trouble. I thank you, Lord, that the battle is yours. You fight against our enemies, so we need not fear. I thank you that you go before us all this week, making our roads and our paths smooth. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So thank you everyone for tuning in to Infuse Church today and I pray that you have an awesome week and remember the battle belongs to God. So until next time, bye.